Hi everyone, welcome back for another episode of Landmark Home and Land Company's Panelized Prefab Kit Home Building Show. With me today, as he is for every episode, wouldn't be much of a program without him, the president and founder of the Landmark Home and Land Company, Steve Tuma. Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. It's a nice day today and we're working away and uh, what do we have, the second round of questions? Yes, or I com- Common questions. I hope you don't mind, but this was, I just uh, set this up to be sort of a part two of a uh, conversation we had earlier where I've I've pulled some common questions from people that have written into Landmark uh, regarding the process of panelized home building. So if, you, uh, if you're good with that, um, I got a few more questions for you to tackle, if that's okay. Yeah, let me know what they are and we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get some good answers. Because I know there's a lot of questions out there where people just don't understand. Mm. They have a perspective of how to build. Maybe they built 20 years ago. Maybe their friend built. Maybe they watched a TV show. Mm. Maybe they watched someone build a house, you know, in their neighborhood. But, you know, it's it's always kind of like, how, how does this boil down to? How does this affect me? Right. Well, I could send these to you in advance, but that takes all the fun out of it for me. So let's just... Yeah, uh... Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> so, uh... Here's a here's some of the more uh, basic, simple questions, but these are the things I think um, people want to know right off the bat. So to start off with, this lady wants to know what what does panelized actually mean? Uh, I guess what she's asking is what is a panelized home? Well, panelized home is it's kind of interesting. It's been around for a little while. We've been doing it a uh, decades, helping people build their house in it, and it's basically a more efficient method of building a stick built home. So for simplification processes, if you had a 40-foot wall in a house, we may make that into five eight-foot sections. Mm -hmm. So we would put all the studs there, the bottom and top plates on, the exterior sheathing, and the rough openings for the windows and doors. Um, You would would then assemble the home package, you know, put wall one up, next to it wall two, next to it wall three, and go around the house and install all the walls and then the roof trusses on top of it. Now, of course, previously, if it's on a slab, you'd put it on a cement foundation or a floor system if you had a, a crawl space basement or a, a pier type of system. So the panelization is basically panelizing. Now, a lot of people say, oh, wow, that's different. My, my builder doesn't understand that. Well, it's, it's pretty much the same process of stick building. We just do it in a more efficient method in a controlled environment inside of a production facility. So a stick builder may take... A bundle of two by sixes, cut them to size, make a wall, put it up. It takes longer. There's mistakes. You're affected by weather. And sometimes it's just harder to build on a construction site than in a controlled area. Mm-hmm. So we're panelized home systems like ours, the one that, that Landmark has, is just a more efficient method of stick building. Mm-hmm. So it's not affected by the restrictions of modulars, you know, prefabs. And all these other words. Now, let, let me jump into something else. Because this is the, the part where, where people that are just learning about different building things, they'll, they'll say, well, that's prefab. Mm. Well, prefab's extremely generic. If you say prefab, people typically think of those trailers on metal frames that are brought down the highway and brought to a site. Right. They may even think of a prefabricated modular. Well, you could have a stick-built home with a prefabricated truss. Mm-hmm. So prefab kind of covers all of it, but generically, I think people look at it as trailers. That That's kind of like the difference of saying, hey, let's go have some food compared to, 
hey, let's go get a cheeseburger with two pickles, fries, and a Coke, <laughs> you know, type, type of a situation. So what, we're, what it is is the panelization just is more specific about it. We're taking advantage of the production line to create a custom stick-built home. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean it gets to be more expensive. It means the efficiencies are there that make it easier for us to design your home and for you to control the cost and build your home. Mm-hmm. That's the key element. It gives you the control and cost through our process. Mm-hmm. And that I that I think is uh, where it is. So with us, it's not just the actual wood structure of the home. It's making sure it's designed properly, engineered properly, and energy efficient. So I guess the, that's a long way around of, of, uh, of, of answering it, but... I, I think that's a, a detailed one. Some people might have to rewind that to hear it or, or give us a call or send an email. But basically, we're making wall sections and panels so that they're brought out for quicker, easier assembly, minimize the mistakes, minimize the waste, make it easier. And, and there's a lot of places where you have limited building seasons. Mm-hmm. You take the mountain areas in Colorado. You know, you take other areas where there's wet seasons, you know, there's, and then there's other times where, hey, you just want to get in your house. Mm. So I think that's, that's the main definition as we look at it and, uh, and the benefit of, of the panelized process. Mm. Well, there's a lot of people might be, I mean, it's, it is a little confusing. I mean, there's so, so many, the, the vernacular here, there's so many different words. Um, just run us through real simple for just pretend I'm a third grader. Give us the difference between a modular home, a stick-built home, a prefab home, and a panelized home, which is what Landmark does. So modular and prefab, prefabricated, well, well, prefabricated can be relatively generic, but modular means it's made in modules. Mm -hmm. Generally, those long rectangular sections that you see going down the highway. Mm -hmm. They're made in a plant on a line and brought out. They have restrictions because of shipping, the line size, and, and other scenarios. So generally, they're, they're boxier designs. They and do you're, have some... You're, you're limited to what you can fit on a truck. <laughs> exactly. It's like going to the car dealer. You Perfect. can't say, give me a car that's 16 feet, 3 inches wide with this and this. You know, they're kind of like, hey, here it is. Right. You know, do you want a blue one, a red one, big mm-hmm. stereo, little stereo, leather seats, cloth seats, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're, and that that's kind of the point of the modular, where a lot of it's built brought on site and then the two halves or four four quarters are put together to create it generally uh, pretty restrictive in design mm-hmm. a lot of places uh will not allow them in their communities there's certain stigmas associated with them mm-hmm. the benefits of them is at times they have a cost advantage or they're, they're quicker to build but you've really got to look at it of you know what those advantages mean compared to your appreciation of the house that you are. Sure. Is it worth moving in a month quicker for a house that you're going to be for living in for 20 years, you know, if you don't get the kitchen you want? Right. You know, I mean that that's someone's individual decision. I know me, I'd wait the month and get the house I want. Well, of course, there's a certain passion to building your own home and that's I don't see much passion in a modular home. Right. They they work. They do have their spot in, in certain communities and certain areas and certain mm-hmm. dollar values, but they're 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 restrictive overall in the design and, and what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um stick built is the traditional building method where, you know, sticks you take two by fours or two by sixes, put the sticks together, make a wall, build a house. Mm-hmm. Um that's kind of the typical custom home builder that you see. You can pretty much build anything. 
um, you can design anything. The cost will generally be more because there's more man labor in putting it together, the details, and then also the details that you're going to add to it. Now, some of those could be very simple homes. You can stick build a home that looks like a modular. Mm. You can stick build an extremely extravagant home as well. Mm -hmm. So that that kind of puts it out, generally costs a little more. Mm -hmm. Um, Prefab, I think... Like we just discussed, prefab, I think, is kind of more associated with the trailer modular, where they have the metal frame underneath. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just considered to be lower cost. You'd have to determine if the quality is something that you like, and you'd have to see if it's it's allowable in your community. Mm -hmm. They they fit a certain segment of the market. Generally, those people, there's something in in the, the, the... the cost that they want to do in the size of the home, and they're they're very limited in, in designs. Where panelization is closer to stick built, but it's a more efficient method. Mm-hmm. We're making the wall panels off site and bringing them in so that it's a quick assembly on site. It takes less labor. It cuts the labor costs. It cuts waste and little things that people don't think about. With less waste, there's less dumpster cost. There's less cleanup cost. Sure. There's less stuff laying around. There's less situations where people need a two-foot board, so they go get an eight-foot board, cut two feet off, and throw six feet away. Mm-hmm. You know, little little details like that. It's you know, there's a green uh, element to it. Where in our production facility, everything gets used down to two inches. That mm-hmm. gets used, and the two-inch things get ground up and brought to a. Uh, places for animal bedding Mm. so inherently in our process it's a greener process it's a more efficient and our computer uh, saws and software programs allow us to optimize the use of materials Mm -hmm. so the computer program will go through and say hey this house needs so many two by sixes how do we cut the two by sixes so we get the most usable wood out of the least amount of wood and that's a cost savings Mm -hmm. It, it's easy and hey it's it's good for our environment um here's a lady who writes and she says uh dear landmark it's always been my dream to have tall ceilings if i work with you can you make my dream come true <laughs> yes we are capable of having designs and that's one of the things modulars are generally you know restricted on heights we we've done ceilings in the 20 30 feet tall wow and it's Sometimes that you, there's certain engineering issues that come into it, but sometimes the question is, hey, can I have a tall ceiling? When the question should also be, can I have a tall wall? Can I have a tall ceiling through like the same structure using mm. a scissor truss? Mm. So there's different ways of developing a tall ceiling or tray ceiling, cathedrals, vaulted, what it, whatever it would be, or an open to second level type right. situation. So we're completely capable of designing that in Mm. so so even if somebody's got elaborate beams you guys will figure out how to make that work one way or another right and that's that's where we work in the overall design process of Mm -hmm. making sure that there's a design that's not just looks good to you but structurally it works make sure it works in the budget you know make sure all around it works for energy efficiency making sure that there's space for uh, insulation and other details and also make sure that the plans are clear so your building department understands them mm-hmm. your homeowners association understands them your contractor understands them mm-hmm. and if you're going through financing so your bank knows what's getting built sure what about uh, you know it's kind of along the same lines people have a have their dream ceilings people also have dream kitchens and dream bathrooms um 
can those be designed through Landmark? I mean, can you get pretty specific about, you know, people's needs to have that dream kitchen per se? Yes, we can work with them. And, you know, different people are different, you know, have different lifestyles and methods of some people want a simple kitchen. Other people entertain a lot or other people, their life is around the kitchen. That's where the family gets together for dinners or get togethers or holidays or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So yes, we're completely capable of working with someone to make sure that the space is right for the kitchen. Now the actual kitchen cabinet design, mm -hmm. like for bathrooms and kitchens, we would put all the dimensions in our architectural plans and have a suggested layout. They would take that to their local kitchen person or vanity person, whatever, and then work with them to fit the details in the space allowed. And if they find they need a little extra space, we can adjust our tune our, our plans mm -hmm. and tune them up properly so that it's the way that they want them. So basically, it's a it, it's kind of a two tiered system here. If they want specialty cabinets, um, you know the, the the builder has to make sure that the dimensions and everything are going to be right. You can't just go out and buy cabinets after the the home is built and start throwing them in there if they're not going to fit. Right. We do all that in, in the planning process. So. Mm -hmm. That's where we would go through and say, hey, from what you know, what you told us your kitchen is 12 by 12 and there's a window in the middle of, of the east-facing wall. Mm -hmm. And then they could go to their cabinet designer and work around that. Now, let's just say the cabinet designer says, hey, wait a second. You guys are growing your own herbs. Mm -hmm. Let's put a bigger little garden window there. We could then change the garden window or the position of the garden window. Right. Or if, or if you find out that, hey, there's a different layout because someone wants to wash her in a certain area or a certain plate tray or different situation in the kitchen, mm -hmm. we, we can work around that. And that, that's the key element is we will supply the information to make sure that someone can customize and personalize the home to their exact needs. Mm -hmm. That's the key to this. Get what you want instead of getting a house that someone thinks you need and then you, you working around it. That's great. Um, Here's a question: uh, What's what all is included in a landmark kit home package? That's a that's a basic question, but one that I think uh, most people would be curious about. What what exactly do you get in your package? We supply the plans, uh, architectural plans, structural design, energy codes, mechanical design if they need it, foundation design, the plans you need, the actual paper plans you need to submit for permits or electronic files if your building department wants them that way. And then delivery of the panelized home package directly to your building site. Mm. So we're taking some of the hardest, most in-depth parts, putting them together so that the information across the plans is uniform, approved by your building department, then that's what ends up we, we supply in the panelized home package so it's easier for inspections. Mm -hmm. So that's where we supply the plants and the wood structure. Some people have said, hey, it's the skeleton, the bones, the wood structure, the insides. That, that's what we supply. Um, other people, with, or our customers, I would say, can then personalize their home. Mm -hmm. So way back, we used to supply siding and windows. But then what we found out is if you were to build a certain, you know, let's just take a 1,500-square-foot ranch. And you were to build it in Florida, you might put a different roof on it than if you took that exact same house and moved it to the southwest. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'd put a tile roof on it. You know, maybe if you right. went into the mountains, you'd put a metal roof on it so mm -hmm. that the snow comes off easier. Uh, there's also different concerns. Um, you build in some of the easier climates, say Tennessee, you're going to need different windows than if you're building in the deep desert 
mm-hmm. in Arizona. You're, right. You know, d- there's different energy efficiencies. There's different looks. There's different types of windows that do different things. And that is the main reason um, because our customers were saying, hey, can I delete the windows? And after a certain point, it's like, why don't we just do what the customers are telling us? Right. Let me design the home. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so someone, the husband and wife can work together to get the cabinets they want, the mm-hmm. siding they want, the roofing they want. And a lot of this homeowners associations might have a little say in it. And and mainly, our, our customers enjoy designing their home. They want to know that, hey, they want this particular type of a metal roof. Mm-hmm. You know, or uh, architectural or e- shingle or tile or, or even down to the faucets in the bathroom. It's... Well, that that's that's exactly the case. Mm-hmm. You know, that some people might be more concerned about a certain modern look. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the situation where someone's able to go through and make sure that they get the house they want instead of saying, hey, here's the here's a faucet. You know, if you don't like it, change it. So you're paying for it twice. Right. Just do it right up front. Get the design that you want. Um, like in the case of windows, get the energy efficiency that you want. In the case of cabinets, get the look that you want, the type of material that you want, the type of countertops, mm-hmm. and, and doors and cabinets, uh, carpeting, tile, you know, different different situations like that. And that's that's why we work with it. Now, the key to it is we can put these details in the plans. Mm-hmm. So, and we kind of want them in the plans because... If, if you go put a tile roof on the house, it's going to weigh more than an asphalt shingle. Sure, yeah. So we need to have the structural design to know that the roof system will support that additional weight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as I've discussed before, where you put this house can affect the insulation types. Mm-hmm. And there's some places that want to know exactly what type of insulation you're putting in. They're not saying, hey, just put an R21 in the wall. They're going to be like, okay, is that bad? Is that going to be blown in? Is it a foam? What is it? Mm-hmm. And th- those are things that we can work with. And what it really comes down to is people can then understand what it is they're building, where their money's going, and make sure that it's the actual product, and then verify that it's installed by someone that knows what they're doing. Right. The key elements. Well, it seems like there then there's a good reason why people, if uh you know, Landmark's not going to be supplying windows, doors, uh, the siding, as we mentioned, roof, uh, cabinets, it, it, all the finishing materials. Um, there'd be a good reason when building a panelized home to make sure you have all of these elements up front so you can just work them into the design. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of reason for that. Oh, there, there's a big reason because in certain places like floor tiles one of them Mm -hmm. someone will say well i want to put a floor tile in so if you go get the typical quarter inch lightweight floor tile it's got a certain weight Mm -hmm. but sometimes people in the southwest will put in the thicker tiles that are an inch right they weigh more the floor system needs to be designed for that Mm -hmm. and while i'm getting into that i'll throw something else the use of the room someone might say hey i've got a living room You know, I just want a bunch of my friends to come by. Well, someone might go through and say, well, I'm a piano player. Mm -hmm. I've got a grand piano. I want it in the middle of this room Mm -hmm. because I want to hear it. I want to have my own concert. Well, how much does that grand piano weigh? Mm. I don't know. By the way, you have a fish tank, a 500-gallon fish tank? Right. Where where are you looking at? (laughs) We've had other people say, hey, everyone in my family is (laughs) 6'6". <laughs> they're big. It's they're big family. Right. We want solid floors. So that's a uh, that's a a lot of uh, what we can work with to get taken care of. That's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's a question. Um, 
Can I make changes to the panelized package once I've purchased it? Is that possible? Yes. Well, there's a couple answers to that. You can always make changes. There's the point of when it's sensible to make changes and financially mm -hmm. makes sense and doesn't create scheduling issues. On paper, in the design phase, we can always go do those changes. It's better to do it before we finalize them in the engineering phases. Mm -hmm. But if someone absolutely has to have something done for some reason that arises or a building department throws a little curveball, yes, we can do it. Mm -hmm. um, you can also change a panelized home once it's framed. Now, just like a stick-built home or something else, you got to see how it affects the structure. In some areas... Um, we, we had a person do this uh, just a, a couple weeks ago. They, they built a garage, then they decided they wanted another window. Well, in some areas, you can just put that window in. In other areas where homes are engineered, that wall may be a sheer wall, so it might have been built and reinforced certain ways. Mm -hmm. So when you poke a hole in the middle of it, it may affect the performance of that sheer wall. Mm -hmm. So in that case, the customer called up and said, hey, Steve, I want to put a three by five window in the garage. I want to be able to look to see who's coming up my driveway. Mm. So in that case, we went through, we got it taken care of with the engineers and, and he went through to, to install it. So um, if you can think about it up front, it can be done. It's just a little bit more of a hassle to do it later, but and anything can, can be done, mm -hmm. but we suggest let's, let's do the quote homework up front, design it right. Sure. But, so, so there aren't limitations, um, you know, I guess sometimes there would be extreme limitations if someone said, "Hey, I built a two-story now, I'm going to change it to a ranch." You know, that, <laughs> that 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 would be an issue. But as far as just little stuff here and there, so landmark can't show up with a chainsaw and just take that top uh, floor off, is what you're saying? No, no, that's, that's, that's not usually the way it works. So. so, dear landmark, how do I determine my foundation type? Can you explain land, energy efficiency, cost, local customs, etc.? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of situations with uh, foundations, and it, it kind of depends on where you're at and what the building conditions are and, and your building department and, and energy situations. So sometimes people will say, well, a slab's the least expensive, mm -hmm. just a cement slab, poured cement. Mm -hmm. um, and that may be the case if you're building on flat land. Mm -hmm. But if there's a slope to the land and you've got to make a flat building pad, there's a cost to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's better to go with a crawl space. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you're on the side of the hill, it's better to have a basement so you can have a walkout basement hmm. You know, type of a situation. So um, a lot of that can be dictated by the site conditions. A lot of it can also be dictated by local customs mm -hmm. so if you're building say in iowa where land is pretty much flat you can't put a slab there but i think you'll find locally people will more likely do a, a crawl space or a basement they like to have access under the slab to you know for storage or for any any maintenance of pipes or, or heat ducts it's just customary or they do a basement you get in a you know parts of california arizona new mexico slabs are more typical Mm -hmm. Just because the land was out there, that's how they did it. It's just the way it works. But we have done crawl spaces and basements in in, uh, in the, those areas. So a lot of it really comes into the terrain, mm -hmm. uh, the local practice, and sometimes uh, cost. And then there's other times where people just say, hey, a basement, I want it. It's cheap space. Right. And if it's workable, you could do it. Other people say, hey, a basement is just a dark room. I'm never going to go there. So I don't want it. So a lot of it, you, you've got to look at the 
the land, the lifestyle, what you choose to do, and 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 the cost, and just what's what's typical for the areas. Mm-hmm. Here's a um, another simple question, but very important. Dear Landmark, who can assemble my home package kit? Anyone with some framing knowledge. We've had customers actually assemble them, and any uh, framer can can put it together. Hmm. A lot of times, stick framers will be like, well, I've never done a panelized home. I don't understand this. Right. And it's kind of interesting because their process of stick building is like panelization. Mm -hmm. They get the materials. They make the walls. They stand a wall up. They brace it. Then they go make the next wall, stand it up, and brace it. Mm -hmm. So that is very similar. It's just kind of a mindset where maybe they just haven't looked at it from a different sure. direction. Yeah. So anyone with framing knowledge can put it together. Yes, we have had customers that are framers frame and build their complete home. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone in the family gets together and literally touches every component of the home. We've also had customers more kind of direct it, act as the general contractor and have, have uh, local subcontractors build it. So, I would say anyone with with uh, framing knowledge can can go through and do it. Of course, if you've got an extremely complex home, they're going to have to have a lot more framing knowledge than if you were doing a simple boxy ranch home. Has, has Landmark ever had to get on the phone with a contractor who and just kind of talk them through any kind of process? Or well, that that's that's a great question that that you develop because it's we supply a very clear and accurate set of assembly plans. Mm-hmm. It shows where each floor joist goes. It shows where each wall panel goes. It goes through each roof truss goes. But yes, even so, someone will call and say, hey, what about this? Or, hey, the customer wanted a change. Or, hey, we're used to this. Can you clarify what's going on here? So we are fully available to review any of the assembly plans. And the, the key to it is that those assembly plans are sent to you before the house package delivery. Mm-hmm. So you can preview them. And have an understanding of what needs to happen. Hmm. You know, so it's not just surprise. Hey, here's a house. Right. But, you know, it's right. here. We, we give you the answer in a sense to, to the assembly. Mm-hmm. So you can go through and look at it. And if there's any questions, you can contact us and we will review them. But and even so, if during the framing phase, you you have a question saying, hey, what about this or that? I'm, I'm a little confused. We, we can uh, we can walk you through the process. Right. Um does Landmark install the the rough openings of windows and doors? I mean, it's 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 a little foggy in my mind still. So if I if I buy a plan, you guys have those openings within the kit. When they put up a wall, those rough openings for windows and doors are there. That's exactly right, and that's part of the the design process. So in the preliminary design stage, you might say, Hey, I've got a view. I want to have a big window, mm-hmm. a six foot wide, four foot window and next to it, two big sliders. Mm-hmm. And you'll say, Oh, about a six foot slider or something like that. So we'll draw it in to get the preliminary plans worked out. But as you proceed, we'll, we'll need more of those details. Um, regular doors like the entry man door are generally standard sizes, but mm-hmm. windows are not. Mm-hmm. So we might draw in, say, like a be- or typical bedroom window, a three-by-five egress double-hung window. Mm-hmm. Well, your manufacturer might be three-foot-one-inch by five-foot-one-inch. Right. So we would have to adjust that. And, yes, the rough openings are properly installed. The headers are properly installed. The jack studs are all properly there to support the opening. And, and we, we put that on the plans that you approve. We then manufacture it. 
and the walls show up with with uh, the rough openings and that's very important and one tricky little point is doors everyone thinks of doors as the ones that you and i walk through it's very important to know that the garage door is sized right, uh, right. Yeah. it's it's pretty interesting because we work around the country so someone someone in the city might just have a little suv to go in and out you know mm-hmm. go shopping run around bring the kids to school someone by the ocean or in mountains might have a kayak Right. <laughs> and they're like, hey, I want to put the kayak on my SUV so that when I leave Saturday morning, I just jump in my car and go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to need a taller door. Sure, yeah. You know, and then we got to work that in the design. So that's one of those things where a lot of people will say, hey, can't I just use a standard window size? Hmm. I wish it was, but the <laughs> window companies are not standardized. Right. And some window companies will build to the size that that's drawn on the plan. So. Mm-hmm. There, there's kind of a little, if then, how 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 do we react type type of a situation? But mm-hmm. that's one of the key elements. Yes, the rough openings are there, and let me tie something else to that. Mm-hmm. All those window sizes and everything are tied into the energy calculations. Uh-huh. So they know you've got so many windows this size, this type of glass, and and uh, and it will work. So that that's an important part of making sure that the windows are designed properly. Well, that's an important question. It leads into this last question that I have for you, which I, is pretty funny. But uh, here's a lady that writes, Dear Landmark, I love a lot of light and therefore a lot of windows. I don't need anything fancy. Can I just use standard window sizes? Yeah, that's kind of the situation. Mm-hmm. It's, there, there isn't a standard. And here's something else. I like a lot of light. There's a view. Mm-hmm. It depends on what the view is. Are you having a view of your favorite rose bush? Mm-hmm. You know, which is limited, or is it of your favorite mountain range? Right. <laughs> so that that's the situation with the standard window size, where we gotta we have to kind of figure out what size will work there. But the actual size of the actual glass unit mm-hmm. will will probably be dictated by the the window manufacturer. Now, sometimes we have people do custom windows. You know, if they need a big glass wall, mm-hmm. you know, where that's all totally custom made and custom framing but yes we we can do it that that leads to another question mm-hmm. standard window sizes and structural engineering you know if you you know what we're talking about here if you've got a view of your favorite mountain range we we have to make sure that the windows are supported properly and there's enough strength in the wood around them to support it so let's just say you had a you you had you wanted to have the biggest view of the sierras mm-hmm and you had a wall that's 40 feet wide, it'd be very hard to put a 40-foot piece of glass in there. <laughs> right. So sometimes there's situations where maybe we could get 30 feet or or two 15-foot sections. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have to work in the design elements if someone's pushing something to an extreme. But that's that's where we get involved in the whole design concept, the whole engineering, the whole energy code situation to make sure that the end result, you know, getting you from A to Z is proper you you may understand steps b c and d but you know we we're looking at the overall picture of of how how this works steve this what we're talking about windows and big views and glass that can affect your energy calculations there you go yeah because if you have a house with a big glass wall facing south that sun is just going to create heat within the house Mm -hmm. and suddenly You'd need a different air conditioning or heating system or or a different type of insulation system 
And that that's a key element of the proper design, which is why we like to look at these concepts that you talk about. It's it's not just saying, hey, here's here's your kitchen. I hope you like it. It's, hey, here's your kitchen. Work with your cabinet designer to make sure it works for what you intend to do. Right. Hey, you want a window. What are you wanting to do with that window? Yeah, that's so important because just wanting one specialty thing, that's your dream, can cause a domino effect in every other part of the uh, building process. Right. It's not a big deal. We j- you just need to let us know about it, right. and we'll figure out the dominoes in, <laughs> right. in a sense. That's a good thing. Having Landmark will figure out the dominoes. I think that's a good selling yeah. point. So uh, let's talk about um, the website and how anyone uh, interested in Landmark Home and Land Company and the panelized home building process uh, goes about contacting you guys. Well, we've got a pretty cool website that we're, that we're constantly improving, and we've got videos on there so people can watch um, some of these topics. They can read things. Uh, the podcasts are up there. We've got details on you know just facts about us, what the panelization process is, what owner builders do, uh, plan selections. And by the way, you can build any plan that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and and our website is uh, lhlc.com. That's kind of like the letters for Landmark Home Land Company. It's Landmark Home and Land Company, but the letters are LHLC.com. And you can call us also anytime at 800-830-9788. And we will go through and, and help you with what you need. And some of our customers, it's the first time. Other customers have done it a couple times or they repeat customers and they want to do it again. So we'll take the time and 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 work with you so you understand what it is that we can do to help you get the house that you want where you want to build it that's the key well that's great and um steve thanks for being here again we're about out of time for this episode and it's been a real treat um once again uh picking your brain about landmark home and land company and about the uh panelized home building process so For Steve Tuma, president of Landmark Home and Land Company, and myself, I'd like to say thanks for being with us once again, and we'll see you next time. Well, thank you.